0: The entrepreneur who's pushing to break through the elusive 100k milestone wherever you are in your business you're just 100k away today my featured guest is dr tanya brobrin you can find her at tanyabrobrin.com you can find the link in the show notes And Tanya is a family physician specializing in functional and integrative medicine, as well as a certified wellness and lifestyle empowerment coach, motivational speaker, and author. Dr. Tanya has dedicated her career to helping people feel their best in their bodies so they can live happy and healthy lives and rediscover their body joy, she calls it. Now, Tanya has been featured in the Huffington Post. Thrive Global, Lisa Rankings' own Owning Pink website, as well as several, several popular podcasts, including EO Fire uh, with John Lee Dumas, and now your first 100K with this guy, Joseph Warren. She is the author of the Amazon best selling book of Bubbles, Buddha, and Butterflies, a powerful collection of heartfelt essays chronicling her journey to a new way of living, learning, and loving. If you want that startup nation, and you're not just all about the money, you want a new way of living, learning, and loving, listen up to Dr. Tanya. Despite all this success, she feels her most important role has been a wife and a mother of three. So Dr. Tanya, welcome to your first 100K. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you?
1: Thank you for having me. Um, I am newly certified Pilates teacher. And I think I have seen the beauty of Pilates and yoga and core strength in in, um, how we are doing this pandemic right now. So I just thought I'd throw that in because it's something I have dreamed of doing for like many years. And I finally got to do it this year. So I'm excited about that.
0: I like it. You're adding some tools to your tool belt for body wellness. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Got it. Okay. So before we get into your entrepreneurial story, take a minute and share something personal um, about you that very few people in your business life actually know.
1: So I'm called Bubbles and my family would know that and my close friends would know that, but Bubbles is my nickname and I really do identify more as Dr. Bubbles than Dr. Tanya. Interesting, isn't it?
0: It's much more memorable and (laughs) brandable. And, and, yeah. uh, you know, our mutual friend, uh, uh, Hannah Fitz, who is on the show, she's a branding expert. Is she like pushing you to go with, uh, Dr. Um, Bubbles versus she, Dr. Tanya?
1: No, she hasn't. Um, a few people, I, I have worked with Gabby Bernstein and she's insisting that she's not going to call me anything other than Gabby, um, Dr. Bubbles. And- so what, what's
0: holding you back? What's the resistance there? Because you know, uh, that's so brandable
1: there's no resistance I think I'm going to just let it organically happen so I do for me too I admit it here now for the world is probably the first step um, okay you know a lot of first
0: a lot of first happen on my show people my like, guests will share they're like I have never shared that with anyone, not even my own family and I just shared it in front of the whole world on your show and I'm like yeah, yeah that's what we do here we get yeah. real all right Dr. Bubbles very gross. I'm going to have some fun. I'll probably alternate back and forth. All right. So Dr. Bubbles, um, that's a great little uh, personal thing about you, about your life. And I really think you got something there. All right. Let's get into um, your story. Now, you become this wellness coach. Why was this important to you? I mean, there's so many different fields you can enter. Why is uh, wellness with the physical body of the utmost importance? Why not mindset? Why not spirituality, right? We're body, mind, and spirit. We all know this. Why body? Why is that your jam?
1: Um, I went into wellness coaching after being in, in, in the medical field for almost 15 years because I realized that my patients needed more than just me looking at their physical issues. And I wanted to be better equipped to deal with the emotional issues that I was convinced Um, were contributing to their physical ailments. So that's really why I went into coaching. Not realizing, however, that the first client whose life I would change was my own.
0: Mm. Yes. And did that happen through you coaching others?
1: No, through the program that I did in learning how to coach and asking the right questions. um, And in realizing that I was on the right path and I I was following my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so the wellness coaching was just one, more, one step that took me on quite a journey um, into the holistic um, wellness field.
0: Got it. And what kind of opposition did you go up against um, in the holistic wellness? I'm kind of giving away the answer here, but, uh, you know, because some people, people uh, may not consider that as, you know, credible. Um, it's not a real doctor or anything like that. Like, how did you face that opposition? What was the biggest thing you had resistance in and how did you get past it?
1: I think you'd be very surprised that the biggest resistance was in my head because I was, more. I was traditionally trained as, as in Western medicine. And if you've been in Western medicine for over 10, 15 years, you think a certain way, you've been trained a certain way, your colleagues work a certain way. And for me to step out into the holistic field, to do the wellness coaching, to do functional and integrative medicine, wasn't very easy for me to admit to my patients. Well, my patients actually were more um, welcoming of that. But some of my colleagues just weren't. They, they thought it wasn't a proper specialty. Like, why don't you, go, if you're going to go and spend money, why aren't you doing a proper specialty? Why are you wasting time and money on that? So I knew I was going to face that. But first I had to admit to myself that I knew deep down that I was on the right path and I knew I had no choice but to follow that that. It's a calling, I, I, I think really to go down that path.
0: Now for one of my someone listening right now, um, maybe they feel that they need to shift directions from the proper track that they've been on um, that's not really lighting up their heart or their soul. Um, and they feel compelled to go do this thing over here, but they lack certainty. They're constantly second-guessing themselves. How did you get past that? Like, what was the confirmation where you're like, that's it? I'm doing it. And you took that action. Speak to them right now.
1: Eventually, you have no choice. Eventually, the negative Nellie's in your head you have to just stop listening to them. Um, I went through at least three, four years of doubting myself, doubting my calling, um, second guessing myself, you know. And eventually it wakes you up at night or you read something and it stirs your heart and and you feel it deeply or the right person comes along. You know, Mr. Otter says, look for the helpers. A helper drops in your lap and, and literally I had like a certain type of testing, literally drop into my lap. And that's what set me on this functional medicine path and then integrative medicine. So I think if it is truly your destiny, it will happen. And you just take the first step. The first step is just saying, yes, I, I believe in, in, in myself. I have faith in, in, in my in this calling that I have. Um, once, once you're on the right path, everything just seems to fall into place. It's not always easy, but it eventually falls into place.
0: I really get what you're saying. And so many times when I work with clients, they're like, well, I'm, I I can't say yes. I can't commit to that thing, that action that I know I should do. I've been avoiding for years. It's causing all the suffering in my life, but I can't say yes and commit until I see how I'm going to do it. And I'm like, that's not how life works. The how shows up after you make the commitment.
1: There it is.
0: Would you agree with that or disagree?
1: Totally agree.
0: So it sounds to me like that's what you did. Exactly that. You made the commitment and then you looked around and waited for the signs to show up and a helper shows up another one, maybe, and then you, you didn't resist it. And you said, okay, let me go through that open door.
1: That's, that's all I did. And once, once I literally turned the knob to that door, everything came to me. It wasn't that I had to go looking for the helpers. The helpers were literally falling, falling in line. They were right there.
0: Okay. Speak more to that because I I think many people, many of my listeners, they struggle with, I have to go and force it. I have to force open doors to get that thing that I want, my dream, my passion, my calling. Uh, I have to go figure it out. And they're constantly in this figuring it out what's the right yeah. strategy what's the right tactic what's the thing and, and that's why many of you startup nation come and listen to this show is you're looking for that perfect strategy that's going to get you to the thing speak to that dr tanya is it all uh, about strategy or is it something else are we missing the boat here
1: what? i will tell you that i went through many trainings and i did all, all all the the b school and all of that and they tell you yes that the trainings and you do the strategy but I can tell you in the past five years, I've realized that you have to be prepared. Yes. You must have some form of a strategy, but I don't think we should be too attached to the strategy because had I been so attached, I would not be here today. Um, And what little things, synchronicities that happened. um, My first program in functional medicine, the head office was literally across the hotel that I had booked to stay in that that time for the interview. I didn't know that. Um, The university I ended up doing the integrative medicine program in was about 20 minutes away from a school that my kids had gone to for almost seven years prior to me actually taking note. I had passed that, that route so many times before I actually had to drive in and say, okay, this is where the university is. So these things were right there. It was almost as if the universe was saying, this is it. You're on the right path. You know, it was, I wasn't looking for confirmation really, but it was good when these things happen for you to say, oh, wow, I I know this place. So I know this person and it falls into place. And I think sometimes we just have to step off that cliff and have faith that the wings will come and we'll fly.
0: Mm. It's so scary to jump when you don't see wings under your arms.
1: Well, I jumped and I literally, at the beginning of this journey, I did a tandem skydive because I was petrified of, I did, I was petrified of heights and a friend was going and I heard myself, oh, that sounds interesting. I've always wanted to do that. And she says, oh, I'm going next week. I've booked you. And, and i okay. And I did it.
0: That sounds like one of those open doors.
1: It was. It was you
0: could have slammed closed.
1: I came very close to saying I'm not jumping out of that plane.
0: Yeah, I really get that. I also have skydive, so I get exactly what you're uh, <sighs> speaking to. Um, it's it's uh, an epic feeling to literally uh, make the jump. Um, okay. And what we're talking about in your business, Startup Nation, sometimes you have to figuratively uh make that jump um and just trust it really comes down to trust yes trust that uh you will um be supported you will uh you know, whether if you're a believer, if you're a Christian, I know some of my listeners are Christian, um, God will come to your rescue when you fully trust in him. Uh, if you're a little more woo, 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 I think they call it on the West Coast, um, you know, and, and you believe the universe or the, you know, whatever will come to your rescue and support you either way, right? Whatever words you use, you must trust mm-hmm. that when you jump, the support will come.
1: Yes, it will. It definitely will. All right.
0: So, so speaking of strategy, you don't think uh, that we should uh, be too attached to the strategies. However, you do feel that strategies are needed. They are useful, correct?
1: Yes. I think there should be guidelines. So I use, I plan and I have strategies for, for my clinic. I mean, I, I opened the first um clinic in 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 my part of the island, which was different. Where, where it was the first comprehensive clinic with all specialties under one um one space. And it just it felt right, but I had a strategy. I wanted it done and I, I sort of had I had a vision board actually. Um, but I had done the vision board years before and it was only after I found it I realized that every single thing on that vision board was actually in place when I opened the clinic. Mm. And so I do plan and I do have a strategy, but I'm also open to new ideas and opportunities that may sort of take me a little off the, the path of the strategy. Um, and a lot of faith and intuition comes in there because I do believe there is a higher power guide in me. I believe in God. I believe the higher power is guiding me. Um, and I, I, I know that sometimes I fail But in that, those times of failure are when I've gotten the biggest lessons, absolutely Mm. the biggest lessons in my life.
0: What I'm hearing you say, and I'm putting in my own words here, obviously, is that in business, we must, Startup Nation, learn to uh, lead with our heart and then follow with our head, meaning the strategies but the heart is the dreams, the passion, the desires. You must lead with those to set the course, right? And then the strategies is the map, the roadmap to get there. So you follow it up with your head. However, many of us, and maybe this is you listening right now to this show, you've been stuck in your head and living in your head, and you're putting the strategies at, of higher at higher importance than your dream. And you're struggling and you're frustrated and you're stressed and you have anxiety where here, Dr. Tanya is saying it's almost effortless in a way. It's more of it's more of an adventure of just watching for the doors that just swing open after you make the commitment to your heart to follow your heart, to follow your dreams, to follow your calling, to follow God's plan for your life. And when you commit to it and trust you will be supported, he will support you. Then you could just like go at it full steam, like a kid, like running for the ball, so to speak. What do you want to add to that? Dr. Tanya? There's,
1: Uh, I don't think there's much I can add. You've just put it so beautifully. Um, And it just made me realize that I've been in practice for close to 30 years. And initially I did things based on what I thought I should do. What Mm. um, the world told me was the traditional Western medicine way. And I I followed, I was a good girl (laughs) and I followed the, the rules. And sometimes we have to make our own rules And had I not, I I think for many years, I was far too scared to buck the the system.
0: Mm. And
1: I stayed within the good girl role. I'm not a bad girl now, but I'm more willing to step away. And I'm more willing to speak up. And the first time you say, no, that doesn't feel right to me. My gut is telling me no. The second time it becomes even easier. The third time, and, and there are times when you find yourself, I find myself saying things and I'm like, where did that come from? Who is this person saying that? You know, and I know that that's Bubbles being like that. It's not Dr. Tanya, it's Dr. Bubbles that's really bucking the status quo.
0: <laughs> well, it sounds to me like that's even more of a confirmation to <laughs> lean into that girl, that persona. Just saying. All right. Uh, let's get into actual strategies, right? We talked a lot of hard intuitive stuff here uh, for some of my listeners. Uh, maybe you're listening right now and you're like, Joseph, I get it. But give me the darn strategy. What's the strategy? I need to follow something. I get I should live in my, my heart, mm-hmm. but I'm not ready. So. Give me the strategy that my head can follow. Otherwise, I'm turning off the show right now and I'm listening to something else. Okay, fine. Wine, wine, wine. Dr. Tanya, what are your top three tips or strategies for my listener who's whining right now okay. uh, to make their first 100K this year? What do you got?
1: I don't think they'll be very happy with me because I'm going to say pretty much the same thing. We oh, have don't to do have to say- in ourselves and our, and our dreams. So we have to keep listening to our heart. And I think the world needs to start connecting head and heart. It's, it's, it's critical. So I know that, that somebody's out there and saying, that's not what I want to hear, but I'm telling you, that's what you need to hear right now. Then you must have faith that it's, you are on the right path, that you have been placed on, on this earth for a reason. And the only true success is to follow that, that path. Right. The second one would be the, the use of intuition. Many times in my business, things have looked good on paper, but something is just holding me back. It, it doesn't sit well in my gut. So my intuition has, has led me always on the right path. Always. And, but that wasn't always so. There are times when I did it according to the books, according to what the financial um, experts said, or, you know, and it just didn't, it didn't sit right. So my intuition was important. And the third one is to look for the helpers. Yes, we can use faith. Yes, we can follow our gut and intuition and use our head and connect our head and our heart, but we must be practical and look for the, the, the right helpers. You know, there are people who, who, give advice, but you're not sure if they're the right people. Your intuition and faith will lead you to the right people. And we must always be open to the advice of, of, and I like to call it the wisdom of the elders. There are so many people. I've gotten some great, great pieces of um, advice from some of my older patients. You know, just in chatting with them, the helpers will come. So we have to be prepared for each step along the way. If anything, this pandemic has taught us that we've got to be prepared, but also be prepared to, to change course and, mm-hmm. ask, and, ask, and be willing to ask for help. Many people are afraid to ask for help because, you know, they think that you're stupid or you're not sure. I, I'm I always asking, calling people He said, I'm not sure how to do this. I have this idea. You know, what do you think? You know, I ask my patients, I ask my clients, I ask my friends, my family. (laughs) I'm always asking people, you know, what do you think of this?
0: For all you dudes out there listening right now, you struggle with asking for help, don't you? Mm -hmm. It's not your fault. It's how you were conditioned from a little, as a little boy, all the way into adolescence. And as an adult man, boys don't ask for help. Boys don't cry. Boys don't feel. It's not your fault. However, the rest of your life is your responsibility. So you can decide right now, right here, listening to the show, and hopefully Dr. Tanya just poked you in the heart and inspired you just a little bit, ask for help, would you? Otherwise, you just continue going in a circle of misery. Who wants that? Come on. You've been doing it for years. Stop doing it. All right. So, Dr. Tanya, uh, fabulous advice. Follow your heart, not your head. Listen to your intuition and look for helpers, the right helpers to support you in your dream and your calling. Fantastic. Uh, Before we get into my favorite part of the show, um, you can find Dr. Tanya Bobrin at tanyabobrin.com. You'll find her link in the show notes. She's a fabulous, wonderful guest, isn't she? And she's really just dropping some wisdom here on you right now. Now it's up to you if you're going to listen or if you're going to resist. How's that working for you, by the way? All right, Dr. Tanya, welcome to my favorite part of the show. Welcome to the hustle round. I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. What's your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur? The challenge. What's your least favorite thing? The challenge. <laughs> it's a two-edged sword. Yes, what, is. What, is your, uh, what are you most afraid of?
1: As a mother, something happening to my children. Yeah,
0: I get that. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life, just part of being human. What are you currently struggling with either professionally or personally right now?
1: right now finding purpose of this in this pandemic
0: finding purpose, purpose. in this pandemic
1: yeah finding the, the trying to find a reason for this
0: yeah because i, I know that.
1: everything happens for a reason yeah and i can tell you i struggle sometimes trying to figure out why did why did this come into our lives
0: Hmm. got it and what did you spend way too much time doing this past year
1: netflix Netflix?
0: Netflix is a dream killer, people. It's a dream killer. Yes, Netflix, you heard me. What secret fear do you have about people?
1: That they think I'm too much.
0: Too much? How do you mean?
1: Um, You know, too dramatic, too passionate, um, too talkative.
0: I got you, mean, too alive.
1: To alive.
0: To alive. Too bubbly. Let's bubbly. Get so many people walking around dead on the inside because mm-hmm. they're not committing to their heart. They're following their head. What do you wish you had learned sooner in business?
1: That I have the answers inside, that I don't always have to follow the status quo.
0: Mm, so good. What's a new habit you want to create in your life?
1: Uh, probably a longer meditation and prayer practice in the mornings.
0: Yes, for sure. I it have one now,
1: but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it could be longer.
0: How much time do you put in? Just curious.
1: 30 minutes.
0: 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. You want to, You would you like me to challenge you to bump it to an hour?
1: Uh, are you going to hold me accountable and when?
0: <laughs> if you'd like me to.
1: I I think it's something it's, It's on my list for, for as part of my January or even December where I will add in, not necessarily in the morning, but I'm going to add in some extra in the afternoons. Okay. Um, Got it. Like between, between my, my end of office and getting home, I'm going to do something. Very good. I do do intend to do that.
0: Excellent. And what's a bad habit you would like to break?
1: My addiction to sugar.
0: Yeah. My bride, my wife, she just did a 30 day, no sugar, uh, detox. And uh, went really well for her. And the main reason why, she was like, I just want to know that I'm not addicted to sugar. I wanted to see that I can. And she did. So I bet you can as well.
1: I've done it before.
0: There you go. Pick three words to describe who you are now.
1: Bubbly, <laughs> intuitive, medicine woman.
0: Mm. And pick three words to describe who you were before. Oh, or your first year in this business?
1: Fearful, stuck, and um, well, I said scared. I was very scared. I was stuck, and I was too much of a good girl. If that makes sense.
0: Uh, it makes. Don't we'll have total one sense. word for
1: that. Yeah, I was too much of a good girl. I sort yeah. of listened Just- to the 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 world too much.
0: Yeah just following the status quo right we get yeah. caught up in that yeah yes. for sure and last question if you could come back to life look your family and friends your children in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about everything what would you say to them
1: be the change you wish to be in the world be the change
0: Batman gandhi yes what a good man
1: be the change
0: Be the change. Stop complaining. Too many people complaining. Very little people changing. Change yourself first. Yes. That's the ripple that changes the world. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about making their first 100K this year?
1: Follow your heart and that you have everything you need inside yourself to do this. You have it. You just have to believe.
0: There you go. And then surround yourself with helpers who... Also, believe in your dreams and will support you. And when you start to trip and fall and doubt yourself, they're going to kick you in the butt and move you forward because yes. we all need that. Awesome. Dr. Tanya, uh, where can my listener find out more about you, get in touch with you, your books, programs? What do you got for them?
1: Um, on my website, tanyabobrun.com, I have a, a dream catcher workbook that's perfect for the end of the year to sort of reassess life and, and your goals and dreams. I also have an ebook based on my body joy method, which is really a holistic approach to health and wellness. I'm on Instagram as on Dr. Tanya Bobrun, and on Facebook as um, Tanya Bobran as well.
0: And after this episode, you may be found as Dr. Bubbles all over the internet.
1: Yes, I think I need to start doing that.
0: Look at that. Awesome. Dr. Tanya Bubbles, Bobrin, thank you for being on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life, girl.
1: Thank you. And thank you for having me.
0: Startup Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your business without building faith in your business. If you want to have that conversation on the faith side of things, go check out my other podcast called Broken Catholic. On that show, I interview all different guests about why the world isn't working right now. Plus, I tackle unspeakable topics that you may secretly struggle with but won't admit. we got to get your faith right to get your business right. Go to BrokenCatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.